lyrics of the lost. Oh my lord, it's Christmas time again. So good of you to join us back here for episode 27. Merry Christmas, Dave. Merry Christmas, Peter. Although, a bit early for me. bit early? Yeah. Fair enough. And you know, it wouldn't be a uh, Christmas special without some terrible Christmas pop music puns in the style and quality of the ones you get in cheap home brand Christmas crackers or bonbons. So we'll try to get through these uh, as quickly as possible to minimize any harm. But before we do that, I would like to wish you a Mariah Carey-smas. Ah, that's very nice indeed. Thank you. Okay, here we go. What did Rudolph name his thrash metal band? Name his thrash metal band. Slayer. Good one. There you go. Your turn. Excellent. My turn. Which jazzy Smooth FM artist hangs from your Christmas tree? Ooh, I would say Kenny Gee Whiz, That's a Nice Ornament. Good try, but Michael Bauble. Ah, yeah, of course. Very good. That's most amusing. Thanks. What was the unreleased Christmas song by Prince? No. When Turkeys Cry? Purple Rain, dear. Oh, good one. When Turkeys Cry. That's good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Off you go. All right. Which Irish band makes your turkey taste sweet? Uh, oh, the Cranberries. Yes. Well done. <laughs> uh, what did Mrs. Claus say to Santa on Christmas Eve? Wake me up before you ho-ho. Oh. <laughs> Not wake me up before you ho-ho. Ooh. You're calling Mrs. Claus a ho, I hope. Sorry. That was a bit street. Sheesh. Santa's suit is too tight to mention. What colour is it? Oh, I know there's a song that's called Money's Too Tight to Mention. That's a clue. It's green then. And money's green if you're American at least. No. No, it's simply red. Oh, I can see how that's a joke. Thanks. That's very good. <laughs> Technically, it's a joke. Why does Khalees get so many presents from Santa? I don't really know who Khalees is. Uh, I think you'll you'll realise now. Yeah. Her milk and cookies brings all the toys to the yard. Oh, nice. Yes, there you go. Nice. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. If somebody gave you clippers for Christmas, what would you use them for? I cannot imagine. You would use them for Ed Sheeran. Sheeran your Ed. Ah. Thank you. I'm enjoying that immensely. Good. What are Santa's favourite Billy Ocean songs? Let me tell you. Get out. <laughs> okay. Oh, go on, go on, go on. What were you going to say? I was going to say, get out of my dreams and get into my sleigh. There I you don't go. Know. That's one of them. Oh. oh, great. And when the snowing gets tough, the tough gets snowing. Hey. He also mistakenly likes, um, oh, what a feeling, Prancer on the Ceiling. But that's by Lionel Richie. Silly Santa. <laughs> silly, silly Santa. All right. If you're at a Christmas party and Tony's glass... Peter's glass and Mike's glass were all full, but Colin's was empty. What would you do? Rob Peter's glass to pay? No, oh, I don't know. No, you would fill Colin's. Oh, that is so good. Thank you. That is very, very good. I'm quite proud of that one. Yes. Yeah. So, Santa was looking everywhere for his reindeer, and he was about to give up when his dog said, roof, 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 roof. 
because they were on the roof. Because ah, uh, that's good. And yeah. uh, that joke inspired the hit song by the Baja Humbug Men. So there you go. Yeah, you pushed it too far there. <laughs> Should have quit. All right. Christmas celebrates the birth of what Australian slash English singing group? The uh, Baby Jesus. Oh, uh, Baby Jesus. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Rick Astley likes to give people almost any of the Pixar movies on DVD, hmm. but he's never going to give you up. <laughs> That's not really a question. That's just a joke. <laughs> Took me by surprise. If you accidentally broke George's Christmas present, what would you do? You'd, you'd say, oh, boy, George, I'm sorry. Close. I said you would boy George a new one. No. Like, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Mm. I carry a big stone with me to throw at people who start playing Christmas songs in November. It's my jingle bell rock. <laughs> I like that one. Also not a question. Not a riddle. They don't have to be questions. No. This is actually my last one, I'm afraid. Oh, dear. Yeah. But feel free to carry on afterwards. I was hoping you were building slowly to something really good. (laughs) (laughs) I went off too early. You might like this one. Which flamboyant rock singer did the three wise men give to baby Jesus? Uh, No, I don't know. Freddie Mercury. Oh. Uh, okay. A wind turbine asked another wind turbine what sort of music they should play this Christmas. And the other wind turbine said, well, I'm kind of a big metal fan. (laughs) So there you go. (laughs) Nice. How do you wake up Lady Gaga on Christmas morning? Poker face. Ah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, you wanted to have a go then. <laughs> I thought you, I was going to say you could throw her in the shallow. Oh, the shallow. Yes, that's the one. Gosh, that's an annoying song. Um, Bonnie Tyler gave Santa a GPS sat-nav to use on his sleigh, but it kept telling him to turn around and every now and then it falls apart. Okay, now this next joke is written by Google's Bard AI. Oh, hello. Credit there. Uh, what did Mariah Carey say when Santa gifted her some undeveloped property? Um, she said, I don't want a lot for Christmas. Oh, uh, that's actually quite good. Mm, you don't think it's a, a very Bard joke? <laughs> Sorry. You should be Bard for amusing it. Hey. <laughs> Okay. Well, finally, knock, knock. Who's there? Drug dealer. Drug dealer who? Merry Crystal Meth to you all. Hey. Hey. Well, those were all fantastic jokes that have really ushered in the Christmas spirit. But now it's time to bring on the bar humbug, because episode 27 is this. Boom. All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey, 1994. Written by Mariah Carey and Walter Afanasyev. Mariah Carey, as you mentioned, MC. Same initials as Merry Christmas. Yes. There you go. Also, Queen of Christmas, not trademark. Well, yes, that's right. 
If the war over saying Merry Christmas is still going, if people are still saying it's insensitive to non-Christians, then maybe we should try. Have a Mariah Carey and a Happy New Year. Who could have a problem with that? Who would have a problem with hanging a giant Mariah Carey in their house? Yeah. Did you have a uh, Mariah Carey with the family last year, Dave? Yes, I had a very Mariah Carey. Thank you very much. Yes, yes. We, 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 we mounted a huge Mariah Carey over here and uh, everyone thoroughly enjoyed themselves. Ah, yes. And at the end of the Mariah Carey season, we would take our giant Mariah Carey out into the yard and set fire to her. <laughs> this is like something from The Wicker Man. Very nice. Yes. Yeah. We were thinking of even, um, you know, we might start doing Mariah Carey in July like some people do. Yeah. Hmm. And I was thinking, uh, you know, we could just maybe uh, tweak the audio to some of the classic Christmas movies like It's a Wonderful Life. And we could have Jimmy Stewart running down the street yelling, Yay! Hello, Bedford Park! Mariah Carey! Movie Hulk! Mariah Carey! Emporium! <laughs> Mariah Carey! You wonderful <laughs> Billy alone! Nice. Yeah, there just might be a problem saying uh, have a Mariah Carey, uh, which could be insensitive to those who worship Whitney Houston. So we might have to have another war over that a bit later on. Yes. Have a Mariah Carey and a Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> yes. Okay. He's quite Christmassy. He is. Yeah. Not as much as Michael Bauble. No. Bobley. That's true. Yes. But now we should get to the, the lyrics. lyrics. Ray. Ray. I don't want a lot for Christmas. I don't want a lot for Christmas, Mariah sings, along with I won't ask for much this Christmas. Mm. So humble, doesn't want to ask for much. She just wants you, dear listener. I just want you for my own, she sings. Mm. So she clearly wants to possess you. And uh, I was thinking, well, what's that worth? And luckily, we have uh, government bodies that uh, put a figure on these things. Here in Australia, the last uh, data I could find is from 2021, when a guidance note was put out by the Department of Prime Minister and Cabinet, and it set the value of each average Australian at $5.1 million. Sounds like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can look it up. It's uh, called VSL, the Value of Statistical Life. And each uh, country's government has their own value set. Hmm. This, this isn't very funny, but I find it quite interesting, is it? Yeah, well. Uh, this is like their productivity over their lifetime or something. Uh, it's got a number of uh, things that, that make it up. Part of it is insurance. Uh, part of it goes towards uh, policy and how much tax dollars are people willing to spend so that uh, we can reduce the death toll on something by using a policy solution that might cost, yeah. you know, extra safety requirements or something. And that gets worked out as to what the, uh, basically the population thinks an individual of their population is worth. Mm. Yeah, it is quite interesting. It is, yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like she doesn't want a lot for Christmas. It sounds like she wants $5 million. Yeah, or exactly. Equivalent of. Yeah, well, and, and the $5 million, that's for your whole life. Sure. But Mariah only sure. wants you now for Christmas and you know, however long after that going forward. She doesn't need your past, your childhood. So not the whole five million. Yeah. Well, I, I guess it depends who she's talking to and how old they are. Yeah, yeah. Could be someone like Anna Nicole Smith's uh, final husband who uh, didn't have many years left on the clock. 
And and will she be physically like possessing you physically, like keeping you in her basement or exerting well, some kind of control over you or? Well, there's a lot of um, questions that, uh, that it does raise, yes. Will she be extracting revenue from you? Yep. Well, these are all valid questions. <laughs> they are. Yep. So we were at, um, yeah, the five million is not for your whole life, but helpfully, the government has also set a value of your life per year, which is ah. $222,000 per year, um, which is $2,021, but it, and it goes up each year with inflation. Uh, and I've, I've been inflating in recent years too, so that's probably fair. Hey. So all Mariah is asking is just for you from now and going forward, but if you won't give her that, she might accept the cash equivalent of $222,000 per year for the rest of your life. That is no small wish, Mariah. How dare you? No. How dare you suggest this is some humble wish or request? Well, exactly. So she doesn't care about the presents under the Christmas tree. Is that a little ungrateful? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because somebody's already gone to the trouble and expense of buying a bunch of presents. Yeah. You know, I've, I think it's it's fine to say, well, I don't want much for Christmas. You know, it's quite mm. anti-materialistic. And I applaud that kind of anti-materialistic sentiment, mm-hmm. getting back to the sort of basics of, of Christmas, less consumerist, et cetera, et cetera. Also, it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. But if somebody's already bought Mariah a bunch of presents, I think that's rude and ungrateful. Mm. And if I was her sugar daddy, I'd be a bit pissed off. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is a, a, a bit of a fantasy of yours, is it, to, to be Mariah's sugar daddy? Well, no. Plus, I think she's a bit older than me anyway, isn't she? So it's a bit hard to be somebody's sugar daddy when they're older than you. <laughs> yes, that's right. I was, I was thinking more of who she was married to at the time. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she was only 25 at, when this song came out. So, uh, mm. yeah, that's not bad. But yeah, uh, presents under the tree, they're not just for you, Mariah. Um, You're supposed to leave presents there for other people too. Well, she doesn't care about that. (laughs) No, apparently. But yeah, at the one moment she's uh, understating the value of her own Christmas wish, she's ignoring her uh, Christmas responsibility to family and friends. Yeah. Appalling. Yes. Shocking. Also, back on this uh, value of a statistical life, Mm. uh, if you don't want to pay the cash value, $222,000 as an Australian, you could buy her a Turkish or Russian person for an absolute bargain price. Russians start at $40,000 US in in some indexes, apparently. Mm. Yeah, they haven't published uh, exactly what their people are worth, but people have made uh, some guesses. So that's a that's a guess at what the Russian government thinks their own people are worth, yeah. or what say the United States government thinks a Russian pers- <laughs> person is worth. No, I think that this is what let's say independent people have sort of worked out, but not not just Russians. Turkish people are also a bit of a bargain too. Uh, but you should definitely shop around. Yeah. Uh, but if you do give her... Because you want to get your Christmas turkey early. Right? Yeah, that's right, yes. Yeah. And if you do get uh, Mariah a Turk or a Russian, you should know that Mariah's going to know as well. And uh, you'll see that look on her face <laughs> behind the smile that says, oh, you got me the discount store brand person. Thanks. But does she want a different person every year for Christmas? Well, I don't necessarily think that it's a different person. It could be the same person. Can you re-gift yourself to her every year? That's an interesting question, perhaps. 
Well, I'm just thinking she's re-released this song several times. That's true. Does, does she want an extra person every time she re-releases a new version or a new remix? So she's like saying asterisk previous applicants need not apply. Well, maybe, yes. Mm. As you say, you know, it's only X amount of dollars per year, $200,000 per year, but mm. she doesn't say all I want is to use you for a year or to rent you for a year. She actually wants you. Mm. So that's, I think that's full-time possession of the person. That's five million bucks right there. Yeah, or almost, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's no small wish. No, absolutely not. She does repeat all I want for Christmas is you several times throughout the song. And towards the end of the song, she sings... What more can I do? All I want for Christmas is you. And as far as I can see, she hasn't done anything in the song apart from stand around wishing things for herself. That's true. She could try doing something nice for someone else uh, to make them want her in return. That is true. Yeah. That is true. All I want for Christmas is world peace. Yes. Well, that's a nice sentiment that uh, might make someone want her back. Yeah. 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 I think you started to point out earlier, but it is kind of unclear what Mariah wants you for, exactly. Well. The word love does not appear in this song. She sings, I just want you for my own. I just want you for my own. But for what purpose? Yeah. She restates the, the wish a number of times. It sounds like she's got a real hunger for you, dear listener. Mm. Does she want you for Christmas instead of turkey? Uh-huh. Has she got a, a taste for human flesh? But later she does sing, uh, I just want you here tonight, holding on to me so tight. So that suggests uh, she wants you alive to be able to hug her unless she has saved your skin and made a, a like a skin jacket that she can sort of wrap tightly around herself. And uh, Well, it does seem to get quite cold where she lives. So going by a human flesh jacket would be quite thoughtful, yeah. Yeah, going by the, the video clips, yeah. Yes. Um, yes, indeed. Of which there are several. Yes. Do you consider all of them canon or? Uh... <laughs> well, I was going to get onto the video later, but I, the, the main ones that I had looked at were the, the original Frolicking and the Snow one and. The sort uh, of home movie looking yes. 16 millimeter film type. Yes. Silent camera. Yep. Yes. And, and the one with Justin Bieber. Oh, my Lord. Where, where she's singing about how she doesn't want much for Christmas, all I want is you. And he seems to be spending the whole video buying Nintendo DSs for his friends. <laughs> well, he's, he knows what he wants. Yeah. And uh, Mariah does too. And yeah, in that clip, uh, Mariah is repeatedly sort of planting her hands against the wall and pushing her buttocks out towards the camera uh, a lot. I, I noticed that was a, a recurring motif. Well... Yes, I wasn't quite sure what she was meant to be in that video because she doesn't really interact with him at all. Was she like a shop dummy? Is she the spirit of Christmas? Mm. What What is she? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I only watched it once. I, I couldn't bear to, to watch it a second time. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, since we're talking about the video, I did have a few comments mm. about the OG Canon video. Oh, yeah. yeah Frolicking yeah. in the Snow. In, in movies and TVs, right, you often see if there's a man... He could be stricken with grief or remorse or regret because either his wife or girlfriend's dead Mm. uh, and you can't move on or the relationship has ended and she hates his guts because he's too obsessed with his job of being a brilliant but hard-nosed detective or an astronaut or whatever. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. when he's alone, he spends all his spare time watching grainy but Ah. professionally shot and edited home movies 
Um, oh, yes, or yes. if not watching movies, having flashbacks and memories that look like professionally shot home movies. Yeah, or maybe a, the wedding videos. Look back at the wedding well, videos. Well, that kind of yeah, yeah, and and they're always the the woman is looking flirtatiously at the camera. She's smiling. She's beckon, beckoning. She's laughing, mm. frolicking, rolling around on a bed. Generally speaking, looking straight into the camera lens mm. instead of looking at the person who is presumably doing the filming, which which I would have thought you would do if you weren't preemptively oh. filming this to make a memory for later. Anyway, this video reminds <laughs> me of that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's it's almost like maybe her husband was preemptively videoing this in case she left him or died and he needed something to look at when he was feeling miserable. Hmm. And, and interestingly, I, I do remember reading that uh, the man in the Santa suit in that first video was uh, studio executive Tommy Matola, who yes. uh, she, she married. Indeed. Her first uh, husband. Yes. Didn't work out in the end. Sadly. No, no. Well, never mind. I quite enjoyed the uh, big musical uh, video clip. Uh, the, I think this is the third of the the music videos, the one that's got a huge production with like 50 dancers and uh, Mariah's like a store dummy that comes alive. Oh, yes. Uh, and there's a little girl with her parents. Yes, yes, there's that yeah. one. That was quite good, yes. Um, and the little there's... girl has a black mother and a white father just like mariah's got an irish uh, mother and an african-american father so you know maybe is that supposed to be a, a little as a little version of mariah herself i kind of thought that was was the case so there was that there was mm. that one there's like a black and white girl group one oh which i think was also released for the original one there's it, there's a behind the scenes one of the video with the little girl <laughs> Uh, there was a special anniversary release of the original Frolicking in the Snow one with previously unseen footage. <laughs> yes. There, there were videos from TV Christmas specials, which I think was also one of the versions that got re-released as a song. It mm. It's endless. It's endless. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then she wrote a, a children's book that was also then made into a 3D animated sort of Pixar-style uh, movie. Yes, yes. But I, it was... I, not about loving a person. It was about uh, a little girl and uh, loving uh, a puppy dog and wanting a puppy dog Aww. that she saw in the window. Yeah, it sounds delightful. Aww. Delightful. Yeah. And is that all she wanted for Christmas was the puppy dog? Yeah. I think that's, I think that's the a, idea. That's an irresponsible message. Uh, because they're not just for Christmas, yep. puppies. Yep. Right. Strike against Mariah there. Yeah. <laughs> well... I mean, the saying goes, you know, a puppy isn't just for Christmas, but a puppy can be for Christmas, as long as, you know, you don't want to give it away straight after Christmas. Give it away, give it away now. Sure. <laughs> uh, Mariah also repeatedly sings, all I want for Christmas is you, baby. Mm. So could this all be a desperate wish from someone that has struggled with fertility? I was thinking, Yes. Uh, after all, it wasn't for another 17 years that Mariah gave birth to twins, and, and having twins is often the result of uh, fertility treatments. They sort of over-egg things a bit. Hey. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it often happens that when the thing finally does work, you get, uh, yeah, multiple births. That is true. I did know that, yes. Yeah. Yes. So do you think she was actually singing it to, the, to her frozen embryos? 
Well, uh, no, I think she was uh, she was singing it to Santa because she does, you know, she does sing. Uh, Santa, won't you please bring my baby to me? So, uh, oh yes, maybe it's Santa's um, artificial insemination clinic. I don't know. Sure, that's yeah, that's what the uh, the elf factory gets up to. That's right. Yes, in the off season. Yes. Lots of micro-injecting eggs. Sure, sure, sure. So there was a, uh, yes, a twin boy and a girl called uh, Moroccan. Luke and Leia? No. No. Moroccan and Monroe. Wow. I'm not sure which name goes with uh, which gender. But yeah, anyway, there, there could have been some you know, vexing fertility issues at the time of the song. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. And she sings, Santa, won't you please bring my baby to me? So yeah, possibly some confusion there because Santa doesn't bring babies. That's... It's more of a stalk thing. Yeah, but look, I'm sure they work together. Oh, they probably know each other. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy, they're all, you know. Supernatural celebrities in their own yeah. way. They hang out. At the very least, they've got a WhatsApp group, I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're all on OnlyFans. But yeah, if if Santa's elves had to pack babies, they'd, uh, they'd need to remember to put air holes in the wrapping paper and also in in Santa's sack, so it does start to get complicated. That's true, yes. And nobody wants to talk about babies coming from Santa's sack. It's um, <laughs> it's ripe with uh, <laughs> distasteful innuendo. Yes. Plus, they'd be all covered in soot once he shoved them down the chimney. Yeah, it's not a very healthy environment for a child. No, no. Going from sack to chimney. So if we get back to the idea she's singing to like another adult human that right. she is in love with. There's a line, I just want you for my own. More than you could ever know. Mm. And I just wondered whether she's singing to somebody who doesn't act, isn't actually even aware of her feelings. Oh. So it's more of an unrequited love. Oh, yeah. And there's another line. She's just going to keep on waiting underneath the mistletoe. Yes. Like she's sitting there or standing there forlorn. Yeah. Um, it's a tragic image of poor, shy young Mariah at a Christmas party. Mm. She's looking long, longingly at a boy or possibly a middle-aged man across the room. Mm -hmm. She's secretly in love with him, too afraid to let him know about her feelings, hoping that he will notice her mm. and come and find her waiting to be kissed under the mistletoe. Yeah, that's the sort of... Yeah. Sort of classic uh, yeah. thing she's going for there. Yeah. Yes, and, and the, I won't ask for much for Christmas. She's kind of making a bargain. She's bargaining with God, the devil, the universe, probably Santa, I would say. Mm -hmm. She's sort of really talking herself down up to this point, though. But yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, look, Sandra, I'm not going to ask for much for Christmas. I won't even wish for snow. I'm not even going to wish for snow. Mm. Santa doesn't actually bring snow. I'm not aware that Santa can... Not in the snow business. Well, he doesn't influence the weather as far as I'm aware, but, you mm. know. it's a good point. But if I don't ask for much, and presumably if I've been a good girl... Sure. Can you please force this boy slash man <laughs> to notice me and fall in love with me? Yeah. So more than you could ever know. Mm. So either he's completely unaware... Or she has such amazing depths of feeling. He, he can't even understand how deep is her love, as the Bee Gees might have said. Indeed. Maybe she loves someone really superficial, 
and that's why it's more than you could ever know. Yes, well, he's... Some pretty boy who's just... Living in a world of fools, bringing us down. Those are the words, aren't they? To have yeah. Like, yeah, that's right, yes. BG's uh, wisdom. Yeah. I was thinking uh, another possibility is that this song is like uh, part of a revenge saga. Ooh. Like uh, she may be singing to someone who's done her wrong. Yep. And she wants this person delivered like a, a present for Christmas so she can torture and maybe kill them. Ah. And uh, like in the movie version, she could be snarling down the phone line, if you would let my daughter go, that would have been the end of it. But no. Now I have a certain set of skills, and all I want for Christmas is you. Ah, yes. You're pretty chilling. Wants to own them. Yeah, well, yes, you can own someone in in several senses. Indeed. And even the line about... I just want you here tonight holding on to me so tight. Uh, she could just be picturing this enemy on his knees, groveling, and hugging her ankles as he looks up and begs for his life. Uh-huh. Although she does refer to him as a baby, and it's it's unusual to refer to your enemy as baby. Yeah, but what if he's sort of groveling on the floor, crying like a baby, and she's just going, "You're you're you're a baby." Oh yeah. I'm just going to continue to kick you in the face, you baby. True. Yeah. True. That's that's a, that's a good angle I hadn't thought of. But I also I also yeah, yeah. remembered that there have been criminals like uh, Babyface Nelson back in the 30s. Oh yeah. You know, gangster type people. Yeah. Um, that that getaway driver called Baby from the movie Baby Driver. Oh yes, yes. He, he was a baby. He was a baby. Well, he was young. Yes. Um, ba- baby John Burgess. He was very much despised. How could you say that? But. <laughs> Well, I don't like game shows, so <laughs> oh, okay. I wasn't a fan. Babe Ruth, uh, the the baseballer, he was a, a notorious uh, womanizer, so Mariah could be betraying one of his exes, maybe. Yeah, sure. And there's a there's a rapper called uh, Baby Keem, and rappers can be very dangerous enemies. Yeah, yeah. So that's all pos- that's, uh, that's all possible. That could fit. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, I mean, mostly I'm troubled by the uh, inconsistent attitude. To Santa Claus in this song, we have. Santa Claus won't make me happy with a toy on Christmas Day. And Mariah, you're you're 25 years old at this point. Santa's not going to bring you a toy. He's not an idiot. He'll bring you something age appropriate. Well, that's that's an interesting point because I was. I mean, I know she was 25 when the song came out. She has at some yep. point said that she wrote the song when she was a little girl. Or that's denied by uh, <laughs> Walter. I've forgotten his last name. Oh, Afanasif. Yes. Something. Something like that. Anyway, he denies it. Because he co-wrote it. <laughs> yes, and says that she couldn't possibly be capable of doing that. That was. I think he used the phrase she was musically challenged at some point. I don't think they've talked to each other for about 20 years. So. Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be another legal wrangle to come. It, quite possibly. Mm. But that aside, the way that it's written suggests to me that she's writing it from the point of view of somebody much younger, like a, like a young teenage girl who's, mm. well, let, let's say her flower is in bloom. Oh. And yes. she wants this boy slash middle-aged man to notice her under the mistletoe. <laughs> and she's trying to appear to be much more grown up, like, well, I'm really grown up. I don't need toys. Like, I'm an adult right. woman now, gotcha. not a 13-year-old girl, that kind of thing. 
Yeah, that that rings true. Yeah. But um, yeah, this negativity towards Santa, though, apart from, you know, you won't make me happy with a toy on Christmas Day, she sings... I won't make a list and send it to the North Pole for St. Nick. Uh, so it, it does sound like she's pretty dubious of uh, Santa's powers to deliver. Mm. But then, but then, two verses later, she sings, Santa, won't you bring me the one I really need? So now she does turn to Santa after bad-mouthing him for several verses. Yes. And she comes crawling back asking for help. That's true. It's true. Yeah. But why ask Santa anyway, I say? At no point in this song does Mariah attempt or apparently even consider the option of praying to God uh, that her true love might be delivered in a, in a godly and Christian way. No. Uh, so let's call this for what it is. Wishes are really calls to the supernatural. Uh-huh. They're like an entry-level form of witchcraft. By doing this, by wishing to the ethers, mm-hmm. uh, you're opening yourself up to evil, putting your, your very soul at risk, blinded with your own desires. And Mariah sings, I don't care about the presence underneath the Christmas tree. Well, what if that's an evil presence uh-huh. under the tree? A presence that's been awakened by her heedless desires. And um, Santa is, of course, also supernatural in his powers. And uh, Santa is also a very simple anagram of... Natus. Satan. Oh, right. (laughs) Yes. And uh, (laughs) she also refers to him as Saint Nick. Make a list and send it to the North Pole for Saint Nick. Ah. Saint Nick, Saint Nicholas. Yes was born, an actual person, in the 3rd century, so the year 200 and something AD. Yes. And by some form of ungodly power, he lives on as Santa Claus and uh, would now be 1800 plus years old. Indeed. That's very old. Yes. And you could certainly call him Old Nick. And for centuries, Old Nick has been a name by which one refers to the devil. So Santa slash Satan, Saint Nick or Old Nick, the Dark Lord is barely disguising himself. And Mariah may hardly have noticed that she has been tricked and seduced by Satan as she prays to him about her every desire. And and those desires themselves may be shaped by Lucifer himself as he transforms her to become his succubus. That's a demon that seduces men and needs their semen to survive. You. And there's, there's trickery in Mariah singing, All I want is you, as if this is singularly addressed to you personally, dear listener, to make you feel special. Mm-hmm. But I have to inform you that she has broadcast this message to everyone on earth. And uh, she is perhaps slowly making her way through every man that has ever heard this song. Wow. Her siren call. Oh, okay. So, she, so she's traveling around the world to get to every man because I was wondering how every man in the world was meant to send their semen to her. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, this is just one theory. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah. as a succubus, she, she'd be making her way through demonic ways around the world, yeah. moving in mysterious ways. Because Santa might turn up at her door with a sack full of semen and 
Oof. Hey. <laughs> Indeed. Yes, yes. Because she probably doesn't want that. Maybe, maybe not. Well, she might. I don't know. Yeah, so that's just one theory, and uh, not to succubus shame anyone. Um, if it, it, it's your demon body, it's your choice. It's a valid lifestyle. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not one to judge. No, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, if you identify as a succubus, that's fine. You can live as a succubus. Yes. I actually had an idea that also involved uh, St. Nicholas. Oh, yes? Yes. So it's a little bit convoluted. But what if the person that Mariah is singing about Sometimes she's singing about them. Sometimes she's singing to them. What if this person mm. is dead? Ah, interesting. So yes, I, I mentioned before that Mariah might be trying to make a deal with Santa to bring the boy slash man to her. So what if she's making a deal ah. to bring him back from the dead? Wow. Despite the upbeat sort of tune of the song. Well, sure. It could be a sad song. I mean, I think the upbeat nature of the tune disguises... Mm. A, a, a sad kind of undertone. She's lonely. She's looking for a man or boy to love mm. her or send semen or come back from the dead. One of those. <laughs> yeah. If it's a, a dead lover, yes. Yeah. yeah. She's desperately yeah. wishing that Santa or Satan uh, could resurrect them and uh, yeah, bring them back as a, an unholy undead gift. Well, yes. Now, yeah. it seemed a little bit far-fetched until I did a little bit more research about St. Nicholas. Okay. So, as we've said, there is a connection between St. Nicholas and what we now know as Santa Claus. Mm. So, he's known as the patron saint of children, among many other things. Mm-hmm. So, there are lots of stories about how generous he was and giving gold to young women so they have a dowry to improve their chances of marrying and avoiding being sold into slavery, oh. um, saving people from famine, sparing the lives of people who are innocently accused. Mm-hmm. So I said he's the patron saint of children. He's also the patron saint of mariners, bankers, pawnbrokers, scholars, orphans, laborers, travelers, Ooh. merchants, judges, paupers, marriageable maidens, students, children, sailors, victims of judicial mistakes, captive perfumers, and thieves and murderers. <laughs> That's a lot of hats to wear. Yes. Wow. Now, anywho, mm. there are two versions of a story that involve St. Nicholas bringing people back to life. Oh, wow. That's how he became a saint. You have to perform miracles, hey? Exactly, yes. So in one version of the story, there were three students of theology who were robbed and murdered by a wicked innkeeper. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then when St. Nicholas came along, um, somehow he knew that that had happened and he was able to restore them to life by praying to God. Mm. Uh, In another version of the story, it was three small children who were captured and killed by an evil butcher who then chopped them up (gasps) and put them in a pickling barrel. Crikey. Yes. So St. Nick again turns up, appeals to God, who, using his godly powers, unpickles them, <laughs> reconstructs them, and brings them back to life. Mm. So. What happens to these uh, ne'er-do-wells? Do they get any justice, comeuppance, or they're not even mentioned again? Not further mentioned. Mm. Um, I assume he leaves that to the police, <laughs> which is not, no, he's not the uh, patron saint of the police. So that's out of his jurisdiction. Right. So. In the story of this song, there are two characters. Let's call them at random Mariah and Tommy. Okay. Uh, Any resemblance to real people, purely coincidental. Of course, of course. Whilst frolicking in the snow, Mariah has run over Tommy with her sleigh. Or sled. 
little or sled one of those little things you slide down. i'm not sure if i saw that in the video or not was she like uh, sliding down hills in a little sled possibly yeah like a toboggan type thing yes yep i'm not going to speculate as to whether this was deliberate or an accident mm. i think we can leave that to csi special magical elf victims unit mm. so anyway she is racked with guilt sure she keeps having nightmares and flashbacks to the moment it happens um so this is the bit in the song where it sings all the lights are shining so brightly everywhere the sound of children's laughter fills the air mm. everyone is singing and i hear those sleigh bells ringing so that's ah. she's gone back to that moment the sleigh bells are ringing and it's bearing down she's haunted by that sound yes exactly the sleigh bells bearing down on tommy oh dear now christmas time she's trying to act casual about this mm -hmm. she says i'm just going to keep waiting underneath the mistletoe so she's saying where's tommy he must be running late i'll, I'll just wait for him under the mistletoe he'll turn up ah. so she's trying to hide it She's guilt-ridden, bereft. She wants him back. She's making a wish. Mm -hmm. She's wishing to Santa, but she doesn't write to him at the North Pole. I won't make a list and send it to the North Pole for St. Nick because... You don't want a paper trail. Exactly. She can't risk putting anything in writing or one of the elves might read it and call the cops. Mm -mm. And then, of course, she's going to have to hunt down those elves and kill them as well. Yeah, because they could be witnesses. Exactly. Yeah. In the case. Yep. So we don't want that. Yikes. So yeah. knowing that she's accidentally or otherwise killed Tommy, she's uh, mm. pretending like nothing's happened, going forward yep. with all the Christmas traditional type stuff, standing around under mistletoes and such things. Yes. Like she's fully expecting him to walk through the door at any moment. Well, maybe he will because she's made this wish to Santa. She's made, like we were talking about before, she's made a deal with Santa. Mm. She says she won't ask for much at Christmas, so that's not really true. Reanimating the broken corpse of your lover is a reasonably big ask. Yes. And she's also asking, keep me out of jail, Santa. Well, yes. There's a whole yeah. future that she's uh, trying to get out of for herself. It's not even like she really wants him back. It's just she doesn't want all the, the consequences of, uh, of her foolish accident and cover-up. Well, if, even if it was deliberate, maybe it was just a spur-of-the-moment thing. You know, she was angry with him for chucking a snowball in her face, I don't know, mm. ran him over and then instantly regretted it. Sure. Now, she says she won't wish for snow. Now, mm. on the one hand, I would have thought that's ah, yeah. not a good idea because- Could cover the body. Wishing for- Exactly. And also it would delay the police mm. and they would take longer to find evidence and give more time for Santa to magically reanimate. Yeah. Yes. Who knows how long that takes? Well, exactly. Now, then she goes on and says, I just want to see my baby standing right outside my door. Mm. Mm, she needs to be very careful what she's wishing for here. Yeah. It could be like a reanimated sort of zombie-like person just standing and going, Exactly. Brains. It, well, exactly. And we talked about the BGs being vampires. And in that episode, we explored all sorts of soulless beings, including mm. beings who are brought back from the dead. So he could be demonic or evil in some way, as you say, mm. zombified wants her brains. Mm. I guess we can't be sure about that because I don't really know whether being resurrected by some kind of festive character loosely based on a real third century bishop changes things. <laughs> Possibly if your corpse is reanimated by a Christian saint or a derivative of that, oh, yeah. you might get to keep your soul. Oh, yeah. Could come into play. Yeah, yeah. Some of the godliness could rub off, as it were. Could be, could be. That's, uh, there's certainly a lot of possibilities here. Yes. There's no denying that. Although some people will just say, this song is just about Christmas. You know, maybe, I guess, could be. All right, sheeple. Yeah. 
Do your own research. Yeah. If you don't want to come through the looking glass, yeah. you just stay there in your comfortable stagnation. Taking the red and or blue, whichever colour pill <laughs> you take. Yeah. I always get those pills confused. Yes. That's a problem, isn't it? Yeah. You just have to give your pharmacist the red and blue pills to put in a Webster pack for you so you make sure you take the right ones. That's right. <laughs> I won't even stay awake to hear those magic reindeer click. Mm. I'm not sure about that line. So when a whole sleigh team of reindeer land on your roof, that's eight reindeer. That's a total of 32 individual hooves Correct. sort of skittering across the roof tiles. But all you apparently might hear is click. Well, it might be several clicks. In my mind, I'm thinking of the reindeer doing a dance number. Oh, okay, like little so tap like shoes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even just, you know, clicking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, with their fingers, doing sort of jazz. Yes, which I'm, which I'm trying to do here, but you can't hear it. I can sort of I hear guess. it, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're either clicking your fingers or masturbating, one or the other. <laughs> they're quite similar. <laughs> yeah. But, I, you know, I guess that's, uh, that's also why they're uh, magic reindeer, I guess. They can, yes. Maybe they can magically suppress their uh, hoof noise. Or they could be wearing those little booties like uh, Japanese people seem to make their dogs wear. But anyway, yeah, somehow there's still a click or or some clicks to be heard. Yeah. Uh, which might be just, you know, one of the reindeer that's a bit arthritic in the joints or has extra calcium deposits. Or perhaps even uh, one, one reindeer is uh, cocking a pistol that goes click. <laughs> we just don't know. Yeah, we'd be sleeping with one eye open waiting for that to happen. Anyway, yeah, it's just an odd line. Yeah. I mean, it rhymes with uh, St. Nick. I won't even stay awake to hear those magic reindeer click. <laughs> click. Yeah, well, she tried. There you go. Mariah's focus on you, the listener, uh, mm. her obsession with you is uh, quite unhealthy, I thought. There is just one thing I need. There is just one thing I need. Uh, and apparently it's you, dear listener. Uh, but we need to remind Mariah, before it's too late, that there is a whole hierarchy of needs, famously published by American psychologist Abraham Maslow in his uh, 1943 paper, A Theory of Human Motivation. Mm. Maslow's hierarchy of needs describes how an individual's most basic needs must be met before they can normally, normally be motivated to achieve needs of higher levels. Uh, so physiological needs come first uh -huh. with your food and shelter. Sure. Then the next level is safety. You, you can't really acquire any other needs if you're about to be eaten by a bear. Got to be safe. Uh, and, and it's only now at this level three do we come to the need for love and belonging, which in this case is Mariah's need for you to become one of her belongings. Mm -hmm. By putting this need for you first, while it might seem a very romantic notion, Mariah is really working against herself, I think, because A, it's unlikely that she'll live long enough to have you, and B, if she does, you'll be confronted by an emaciated, filthy creature, no hygiene or other self-care, and you may well not want anything to do with Mariah in return. So it's all kind of been for naught. Well, it's a bit like the Beatles, all you need is love, isn't it? That's true. Yes. Well, all you need is love and- Same thing. Order. 
food, oxygen, shelter. <laughs> yeah, basic health, bit of exercise. Yeah. Read, a, read, read yeah. a good book every now and then. Yeah. Call your mother once a week, at least. Sure. Mm. Well, you don't need to do that. It's a good thing to do. Yes. This is, that's more of a level three thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We can go on to other theories from the internet. Well, yes. Now, before we get on to that, mm. I deliberately didn't look up any internet theories because I thought maybe I could try and predict a couple. Oh, okay. Go on. Okay. Have a go. First one. Uh, it's about Jesus. Uh, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> really? Oh, okay. So this is your theory. <laughs> this is my theory that what would be an internet theory would be. Right. Mariah is rejecting the commercialized capitalist version of Christmas, including Santa Claus and its oh. shallow predictions of consumption and greed, trying to get back to the true meaning of Christmas. So the you in this song is Jesus. Is Jesus. All she wants is Jesus and a quiet day of contemplation and prayer. Oh, my Lord. Uh, literally. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. That re I'm surprised I, I didn't see uh, anything along those lines. Yeah. What is wrong with Christians that they aren't thinking this sort of thing through and, uh, and espousing it on the internet? Share it. I think... Share the good word. I think the big Santa industry has got to Christianity. <sighs> Boy. Uh, all right. Uh, the other one that I had was, uh, it's about drugs. Yes. So the you in the song <laughs> is a drug. Santa is her code name for her dealer. Of course. She won't ask for snow, meaning she doesn't want to buy cocaine. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> it's not clear what she really wants, but I did actually find a PDF document with a massive list of words for all the different drugs. And baby is a code name for marijuana. Oh. Also, baby slits is a code name for MDMA. Cocaine is also known as baby powder. Oh. Crack is baby tea. So maybe she wants any of those. Did you say baby slits before? Baby slits. S-L-I-T-S? -S -S? That's what it says here. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Sounds nasty. It does. Mm. Mm. Okay. So that one did turn up? Uh, no. Oh. Basically, it, it was a very poor crop. Um, oh. Most people seem to think it's just about Christmas and <sighs> uh, you know, loving someone. The one that did jump out at me, though, uh, was one person who said they read an article where Mariah explains the song is actually about septicemia. But uh, I could not find reference to that, and I really can't see how that fits unless the song is written from the point of view of the blood disease. Yes, or the you in the song is really strong antibiotics. Well, yes, yes, yes. All I want for Christmas is medical treatment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you're the blood disease... All I want for Christmas is the rest of your body and the rest of your life. Uh, all I want is you. Yeah. Yes. Pretty threatening. So that's really all there is in terms of uh, other theories. I'm disappointed in the internet. Well, yes. And not for the first time. <laughs> Similarly, misheard lyrics in this song, there's not too much to go for. Uh, there's someone who thought they heard, I don't want a yacht for Christmas instead of a lot for Christmas. That's, uh, I, I guess I could, I could hear that, yeah. She's probably just being realistic. Yeah, even that does sound more humble than asking for $222,000 every year. That is true, yes. I did see one that was, I don't want your snot for Christmas at the other end of the scale. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Just one other further misheard lyric. I just want to see my baby staring right outside my door. <laughs> uh, staring instead of standing, which is uh, quite eerie. 
not the sort of romantic picture you want. She's wishing for a stalker. <laughs> and rather than ring the doorbell, just want you to be staring in from outside yeah. and just waiting in the darkness. Yes. On to notable trivia now. So the uh, the huge popularity of this song, at Christmas time anyway, uh, led to several publications naming Mariah the Queen of Christmas. Mm. And uh, Mariah is quoted initially renouncing that title. First of all, may I say, I never called myself the Queen of Christmas. Can we please be clear on that and not to get super religious, but I was like, I think like if anybody would be the queen of Christmas, that would be Mary. And then saying that to me, Mother Mary is the queen of Christmas, uh, like a good gospel singing girl that she once was, I believe. Mm. Um, but then in 2021, she attempted to trademark the phrase queen of Christmas TM, which received backlash from some other singers. And in 2022, the Trademark Trial and Appeal Board rejected Mariah's application. That's where that ended up. Uh. An English farmer named Angus Wilkopolski, he might only be recently English, perhaps. This farmer discovered that goats produce more milk listening to this tune than any other song. Well, yes. The discovery was made at St. Helens Farm near York, where staff listen to music while they milk and they found that uh, the goats produced up to half a pint more when mariah's famous christmas track was played oh. so do they now listen to it all year round presumably mm. poor bastards wonder if the the effect wears off though yeah we need more science i mean it's it's hard to believe but it's possible you might get sick of hearing the song <sighs> yes and uh this song is the subject of a copyright lawsuit first filed last year in 2022 yes. as a song with the same name was written five years earlier than this one called All I Want for Christmas is You by Vince Vance and the Valiants. Mm. Yeah, Vince Vance, it appeared to me to be like a creation, something akin to Pee Wee Herman from what I saw of him in the music video. Did you see that? With the hair all stuck up in the air. Yeah, strange yeah. little character with this, with enormous hair, mm. high hair. Yeah. But the song itself sounds very different, and the lyrics mostly very different as well. Well, indeed. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing that I could really see they had in common was the title, and obviously have, using the title as the end part of the chorus or verse. Sure. And the kind of general vibe of the subject matter but mm. once you've got the title that's pretty much what it's going to sound like right well yeah, yeah yeah the other thing that was odd is that when these kind of cases come up usually like the person bringing the case has written this song and it's an extremely obscure song that nobody's ever heard of mm. and then that they have some reason why the person who wrote the song would have heard of their obscure song that was on a demo tape or something yeah yeah but this one does have like a music video and everything so well yeah, yeah and it's been covered by kelly clarkson Oh, yeah. And I, I think I was aware of this song. It's oh. you know, it's it's not one of the big Christmas songs, but it's a Christmas song. Yeah. So I mean, because it's in a whole other genre of semi-country, really, isn't it? Well, yes. Yes. Yeah. And well, I read on another website that the Vince Vance song is suspiciously similar to another song. Ah, yeah. Well, this is where I also read. There's actually 177 different copyrighted songs with the same title. Oh, really? Which is a lot. Ah. That's a lot of songs. 
Yes. And dozens of them were written before both of these. Yeah, yeah. So it does seem like it could be a long shot, this case. Yeah, I would think writing a song, All I Want for Christmas is You, it's kind of obvious-ish as a topic Yeah, if you want to have a kind of lovelorn Christmas song. Yeah, but in detail, Andy Stone, who plays the Vince Vance character, mm. uh, in detail he's claimed Mariah's All I Want for Christmas is You copies his song's compositional structure of an extended comparison between a loved one and trappings of seasonal luxury, as well as other lyrical and musical elements. And he would like $20 million in damages, please. Well, I mean, I don't want to prejudice any upcoming court cases, but again, if once you've got the title, that's pretty much what the song is going to be about, right? Yeah. If, if anyone's in the jury uh, for this, I'd like to just say, stop listening to this podcast right now. Yeah. Uh, you shouldn't. Probably two or three minutes ago. Yeah, even better. Yeah. Two or three minutes ago, stop. Yeah. Okay. We covered. Yeah, good. Excellent. We don't want to be held in contempt of court. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yes. And uh, so 177 different copyrighted songs. Mm. And I believe there's now another one, song number 178, entitled All I Want for Christmas is You. Is that right, Dave? That is correct. So there is another star in the heavens tonight. <laughs> Yes. So look, I've 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 actually elected to call this all AI want for Christmas is you because Ah <laughs> This is another song written in collaboration with uh ChatGPT. Yes, our old friend and yes, collaborator, yes. ChatGPT. Yes. Look, I felt that the last attempt at recording a song written by artificial intelligence was I think unfairly overshadowed by the Beatles uh, and Giles Martin's use of artificial intelligence. Oh, yeah. So that Paul and Ringo could sing along with John Lennon. Mm. So I've recorded this Christmas song in an attempt to reclaim the narrative. Mm. After all, what Giles did really was just isolate the singing from an old cassette, Mm -hmm. whereas what we're doing here is creating whole new songs and gifting them to the world. Indeed. Yeah. That's very Christmassy. And with, with, with all the might and calculation of artificial intelligence behind it, I'm 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 going to say it. This is the ultimate Christmas song, and I name thee Dave, Queen of Christmas. Mm. Well, thank thank you, TM. Thank you. Now hit it, bitch. <laughs> okay. Snow's falling down. The night is bright. Streetlights twinkle in the cold moonlight. Presents under the tree, ribbons and bows, but all I'm wanting, nobody knows. All I want for Christmas is you, beyond the gifts and the carols too, your laughter and smile, your hand in mine, in this holiday time, you're my only
Thanks, Dave. Thanks, everyone. And I'll just finish by saying, Happy Christmas, Kyoko. Happy Christmas, Julian. Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash lyrics. See you next year. Mariah Carey's miss, everybody. <laughs> Delightful. Lyrics of the Lost.